the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. It is wonderful to see all of you tonight, especially after we spend these blessed two weeks of the fast of St. Mary together, worshiping the Lord and venerating his mother. And that time was hopefully like a spiritual boost for each and every one of us. And the blessings and the grace and all of the good things that we took from those two weeks, I pray that it sustains us as we continue our journey as Christians in this world. In today's Gospel, we hear a woman in a crowd addressing our Lord Jesus Christ and saying to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. And that is a very fair statement, especially for us coming from the fast of St. Mary, that a woman is praising the womb that bore Christ and the breasts that nourished, that, that nourished him, that nursed him. But our Lord responded to her in a surprising way. He said to her, yes, but more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And St. Augustine teaches us in one of his commentaries that our Lord is telling us that his mother is blessed not only for physically giving birth to him, but because she bore him in her heart with faith first. And that is an important lesson to us. Because sometimes we, as Orthodox Christians, we think, thank God we were born in the church, we come to church every so often, we receive communion, we have some relationship with the church, that should be enough to save me. But our Lord tells us here and elsewhere in the Gospel that our familial relationships, our physical relationships, are not going to help us on the Day of Judgment. It doesn't matter if we were baptized, but we don't live our baptism. It doesn't matter if we come to church every so often, but in between we are away from Him. That by itself is good. Being in church is good. But more than that, we have to bear God in our hearts. And so this is the first lesson that we see in today's Gospel. And then our Lord looks at the, at the people around him and he says, this is an evil generation. I wonder if we might say the same today. He goes on and he says, it seeks a sign and no sign will be given to this generation except the sign of Jonah the prophet. What was the sign of Jonah the prophet? Anyone remember? We sing about it on the fast of the Ninevites before the great fast. What was the sign of Jonah? Anyone remember? Jonah was a type of what? Of Christ. In what way? Three days. What about the three days? Yes, he was swallowed up by the great fish, right? Like he was swallowed up by death. And then on the third day, he was spit out of the great fish as our Lord rose from the dead gloriously. And so our Lord says, the only sign that will be given to this generation is the sign of Jonah the prophet. And that means that even today, people might wonder, they say, well, we are willing to believe in God, but tell us why. Show us why. Give us a reason. Show us something. But our answer is always the same. We don't believe in God because of miracles. We don't believe in God because of personalities. We don't believe in God for any of these external things. 
We believe in God because Christ died on the cross and he rose from the dead on the third day and through that life-giving word, he overcame death and the power of death, granting us salvation. This is the sign that is given to our generation and to each and every generation. And there is no further sign than this. And then our Lord continues and he says that the queen of the south will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. You can read about this in, in the books of kings or kingdoms in the Old Testament, how the queen of the south came seeking Solomon the king because of his wisdom. And the fathers comment and they say that if this woman came because of a mortal king who was going to die, because of his wisdom that the Lord gave him, how much more should we be attracted to Christ, the eternal king whose wisdom never fails, he who himself is called wisdom. This is what we have in the church, brothers and sisters. We have the wisdom that is true and perfect, the wisdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is the sign that is given to this generation. And so when we consider this gospel in total, we see that our Lord is giving us a very clear message. We must bear him in our hearts. We have the sign, the eternal sign that he has given every generation, which is his death and his resurrection. And this is enough for anyone to believe in him and to come to salvation. And we are in the church and are nourished continually by the perfect wisdom that comes from and through Christ. And so as we consider these points, let us keep them in mind tomorrow. God willing, as we hear the gospel for the liturgy and also for the morning incense, because as you know, Every Katamaros reading is in some way connected. So I want you all to think when you hear the gospel tomorrow, how is tonight's gospel connected? What is the church through the Holy Spirit trying to tell me in all of these beautiful readings? Glory be to God forever. Amen.